Hello and welcome to Subsea Expo 2024. I'm Ryan Duff, Energy Voice Print Features Lead, and joining me today are Maria and Anne. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, yeah, my name is Maria Boss, and I'm the CEO of a Norwegian company called Plug. And we design, build, own, and operate shore power and charging infrastructure for vessels. Hi there, my name's Anne Rooney. I'm the Chief Commercial Officer at Montrose Port Authority. So, how, uh, you know, we're day two of Subsea Expo. Maybe you've had a little bit of time on the show floor. How have you been finding it? How's it, how's it going? I think it's been, uh, I've only been here today, uh, but it's been a great day. Lots of visitors to the Montrose Port stand and lots of interest around the shore power project that we're doing together so it's been a really great start to the day and looking forward to the rest of it yeah absolutely we've had a great couple of days already lots of good engagement lots of visitors to the stand obviously we're here to showcase our shore power and our jv with plug so yeah all good so far good good so Both of you have touched on that shore power uh, point, which I think, you know, clearly means we need to talk about it a little bit. Could we maybe just get a little bit of context on what that means? Some of our listeners might be going, well, what what is shore power? So in short, um, building shore power infrastructure means that we build the necessary um, onshore installations that enables the ships to connect to the grid while at berth. And that means that they can turn off their generators and uh, we then through that save lots of emissions locally uh, at the port, also reduce the noise. And because we will be using renewable energy from the grid, we also save a lot of CO2. So uh, it's a great thing to do and we're very proud of what we're doing together with Montrose Port Authority on this matter. And and what does this offer to, uh, to the the firms that are docking in Montrose Port? Basically decarbonizes their operations whilst they're in port. Um, As a trust port, we are basically custodians of the port for the town and the community. So we're enveloped by the town and we've got two primary schools on either side. So for us to implement shore power, it was a no-brainer for want of a better expression. so the vessels, and then from a commercial perspective as well, it's beneficial because obviously with a focus on ESG and net zero targets and decarbonisation, it means when the vessels are in port, then they're shutting off their generators. So basically no carbon is being produced whilst in port. So yeah, so I'm in. Not, not to dive into the nitty gritty too much, but uh, you know, what, what level of investment is needed to, to make this happen? And what... What type of signal does that send on how dedicated Montrose Port is to to decarbonising? Well, I think, I mean, we did this, it's a joint venture, 50-50. We've received no government funding for this project at all. So to be the first mover in the market, it really sets an example, I think, to what can be achieved. And I think that the level of investment needed can definitely be a barrier for ports because it is expensive infrastructure. So kind of... uh, making a joint venture and sharing the investment, sharing the risk, and obviously also sharing, hopefully, the future profits. It's a very good way of doing it. Just out of interest, has Plug Plug been involved in this type of project before, uh, you know, potentially back in Norway or elsewhere in the UK? Uh, This is a first project in the UK, and uh, as I said, we're very proud of that. But uh, the reason why we approached Montrose in the first place was that we are very experienced in doing both the same business model and also 
operating this type of infrastructure in Norway. And we did see that a lot of the same vessels are calling the ports that we know in Norway, uh, are also calling Mondrose. So um, uh, as Anne said, it was a no-brainer basically, because we know that there are customers that are willing to connect. So um, yeah, so um, we are, I would say, um, quite experienced in Norway, but we're very much uh, interested also in more business in the UK after this. So hopefully there will be other ports that would uh, like to look at the same opportunities as Montrose has. And what is the appetite for this type of onshore power in Norway compared to maybe the UK? So I think the type of shore power installation that we're now um, in the process of building in Montrose, just only a few weeks away, hopefully. Um, we have more than 100 of those in Norway at the moment. And uh, this is a first for the UK. So I think that's a quite nice illustration that there is definitely lots of potential uh, in the UK for doing more of this. And hopefully the fact that we can bring the experience and the knowledge from doing this in Norway to the UK could be a way of, of, of speeding up things. So, uh, yeah. And Anne, just, just out of interest, you know, obviously this is quite a, quite a big problem project there's gonna be a lot of a lot of manufacturing and to sort of bring this together but do, do we have a, an idea on how much jobs this this type of project would create maybe in, in Montrose? I think it, it depends how it scales going forward you know the initial investment and the initial project and um, we can absorb it as part of our port team and work closely with the plug team obviously in the manufacturing and the installation um, but then I guess as as the project scales we, it would be a, a facilitator and a catalyst for job creation, but maybe not directly with the joint venture because we can yeah, manage it internally. Yeah, I think it's uh, for, as we are for all our projects, it's always nice if, if we, if we need um, someone to help us, it's always nice to, to, to use local, local businesses and local people to do that. So um, if that's something we will need, we will do that. But I think the, the most beneficial thing for the community will be the reduced emissions and the reduced noise coming from the port operations going forward. That's probably the most beneficial thing, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I should just clarify, we've got a very dynamic port team. You know, we, in terms of our infrastructure, um, we can do a lot internally, whereas other ports would potentially outsource it. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us on the uh, the stand today at Subsea Expo, uh, ladies. And thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to stay up to date with everything that's happening here at Subsea Expo 2024, or you would like to just remain a part of that global energy conversation, stay tuned to Energy Voice Out Loud. Out Loud is the podcast from Energy Voice, leading the global energy conversation. Bookmark and subscribe to energyvoice.com, sign up to our newsletter and follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for expert analysis and insight right across the energy sector. Subscribe to Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please do encourage colleagues and friends to listen to Out Loud too. If you've enjoyed it, Leaving a rating or review, especially on Apple Podcasts, helps others discover it too. Thank you.